irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. everyone welcome to the show today is thursday august 25th tori i actually have a new uh, intro for us with Ooh. your name in it but i haven't gotten around to doing wow. it yet so i already have the voiceover oh. just put the music this is the best news i've and ever heard it. in my life seriously no joke <laughs> right I no mean, joke doesn't it like put you in the mood in the morning completely and also yeah. if you ever get a chance to have your own theme song i think you've hit you peaked <laughs> yeah, that's right? it that's amazing <laughs> Amazing. I know. It was funny because uh, uh, one of the previous co-hosts, she brought in a song and she said her friend wrote it, mm-hmm. right, about her and stuff, like right. a funny song. A couple months later, I hear the same song somewhere else with different lyrics, mm-hmm. but I'm like, this is not original. Mm-mm. She's like, it is. I said, no, I heard Mm-mm. it somewhere else. Mm-mm. So uh, so when you have theme songs, make sure that you don't claim ownership on That's it right. unless it is yours that's like Ed Sheeran his famous song is now being sued by Marvin Gaye's family because it's exactly the same song really yes wow exactly and it's um and he's trying to say it's a different song yeah but as soon as we heard it I was like oh cool Ed Sheeran used a sample of Marvin Gaye's song right so but he gives no credit he doesn't give any money to the fam- Marvin Gaye foundation and lately that foundation has been cracking down because everyone samples from yeah him. yeah so literally look it up Ed Sheeran Marvin Gaye lawsuit it's if there's a mashup on YouTube they Ed- Sheeran? Oh, yeah, Sheeran. Yeah. Okay, I can see it. It's um, coming up on YouTube. So yeah, let me bring Yeah, there's a YouTube where you can do... Um, I need to hear the song. Oh, God. You'll know it. Uh, is it called Thinking Out Loud? I think so. Okay. Okay, let's see. It's sad Thinking Out know. Loud official vi- video. And it doesn't say anything about Marvin This is Gaye. it, yes. Thinking Out Loud. This is it. Okay. It's um, it's copying Let's Get It On. Really? a very well-known song. When your legs don't work like they used to before... Let's get it on Right? And I can't sweep you off of your feet Will your mouth still remember the taste of my love? Same chords Let's get it on Now play You can have the same chords Will your eyes still smile? 23 Let's get it on I'm thinking about Now play Marvin Gaye Touch of a hand. Well, me, I fall in love with you every single day. And I just wanna tell you I am. So, honey, now let's get it on. Take me into your loving arms. Kiss me. Okay, well, you know what? I, I mean, I've heard songs that are similar to well, each this other. Is, this says harmonic progressions, have... melodic, and rhythmic elements, which is why this is right. I've been really it's the same chord progression. Okay, so it's the same chords, but I, I don't think the song sounds the same. I, look, I would never uh, have thought about the oh, other song. The second I, I heard mean, it, there's... I'm like, let's get it on. Really? And I did, and then afterwards, I was wow. like, wow. There you go. Well, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe my musical sense is. Uh, is getting dull a little bit. No, they have a YouTube mashup age. where you can hear them together. Yeah. So go look when you're done. Look yeah, I'll you. look for that exactly. and see. But maybe we just pick the part that doesn't sound like it. I don't know. I don't it but it's got that song, that chord. I can understand mm-hmm. that. But, you know, I mean, that's not necessarily copying. I mean, just think about it. There's like millions of songs, right? And still people come up with original ones. But the strict line for copywriting has, you have to have three things, harmonic progression, rhythm, and melodic instruments that sound the same. Mm. So you can have the same chord progressions, but you can't have all three. Right. Because then again, then then you could take, take from anywhere. So that's this. there is a, a strict line of scrutiny how you ch- choose copywriting, and that's one of well, them. Well, maybe, but it doesn't seem consistent because if you remember the Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. suit a couple months oh, ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, day one, I know. you know, and that song sounds exactly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that song's. So if they didn't, you know, so yeah. if if they did, didn't lose that uh, that lawsuit, I don't think this guy would either. Yeah, that's true. But who knows? You know, you never know. Yeah. 
Remember Under Pressure, the Queen and yeah. Vanilla Ice? Right. And Vanilla Ice is like, it's da-na-na-da-na-na-na. Right. <laughs> Instead of da-na-na-da-na-na. Yeah, well, like, he sampled it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But they call it sampling. I call it stealing, you know? Yeah. Well, if, if you, you sample, don't pay someone, yeah, you got to cite or pay. Exactly. Right. you got to credit and that And I person. thought they did. I, I can't believe people nope. get away with this. And you have to, the, the family has to sue or the, the other person has to sue. So like Coldplay, someone su- sued Coldplay a co- couple times for a... Same thing, the same mm. harmonic progressions, the rhythm was the same. So, but it takes the person to find it and then sue. Right. So it takes a lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just I'm, I'm not I'm not happy with uh, people that sample other songs. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, sometimes it sounds good, but if they don't pay the artists and the the creators, yeah. Then I don't get it. You like know? Jay-Z, when he did um, his album with Kanye, they sampled, but they all listed everything and gave money. Really? I mean, that's the point of like a mix of hip-hop is sampling with records. Right, yeah. exactly. But you give credit where credit's due. Yeah, for sure, you know, and and uh, and per- preferably money. You hope. I'm sure, I'd rather yeah. have the money. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> In a few minutes, we're going to get to our guest. Uh, very unique show today. Yes. We've been talking about movies all week. Yes. But uh, but today we'll talk about something else. That's right. So uh, yeah, it's if, sexy. What it is? It's sexy. Depends Bonk. how you look at I, it. You're right. right. I think it's sexy. <laughs> I think it's sexy. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a teaser. We're gonna talk about breasts today, folks. <laughs> you don't think that's sexy? What's wrong? I with think that's family? very sexy. Okay. No, but I mean, uh, I don't know. Some people don't look at it as a sexy thing. Right? The boob? Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Like women and stuff. You oh, know, it's I mean, fantastically have, gorgeous. They have ugly boobs. They don't oh. look at them. Oh, but that's yeah, so I mean, yeah, but. Yeah, most boobs are very attractive. Boobs are life givers. Yes, exactly. Come on. So we'll talk all about boobs in a few minutes, folks. For a whole freaking hour, we're going to talk about <laughs> boobs. I thought you'd be so excited about this. I am. Okay. I'm extremely excited. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I saw in the book there's some sizes like GGGG. I mean, what is that? I have that in my family. It's not really? fun. It hurts your back. Yeah, that's got to reach the floor or something. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll talk to our guest about that. <laughs> And we'll find out what's going on. Uh, just a couple things. Uh, this woman fell off a zip line. Aye. and But she's 59 years old. What's a 59-year-old woman doing on she's the living. zip line? She's living. That's true, but you know what? Hmm. What's wrong with I this? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we don't know the reason she fell, yeah. actually, so that doesn't matter. But Is she all right? I don't know. Did oh, she dear. die? I don't know. I think she died. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, she was treated and then died. Oy. Wow. Wow, that's so true. I went on a zip line in my honeymoon. Right. But we went in Maui on in the trees. And I'm uh-huh. like, all right, it's a lot of trees. Right. I didn't know. Yeah, love this it. one goes among trees too. And, yeah. and it's pretty cool. But no, I'm just saying, look, at 59, you're not as strong. I mean, if they had to hold themselves up. You don't really. You're supposed to be just, you lay back, you can put your Right, back some down. of those, yeah. right? But uh, I Maybe. don't know. When I was a kid, we used to have to hang ourselves from oh, it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. So that was like a whole thing. But now they probably do it like, yeah, when where you're secured. Yeah, I mean, right? it's America. It's like, lay back, right, don't exactly. do any work. <laughs> yeah. We'll zip you down. <laughs> no scratches or anything. Yeah. Oh, literally. Yeah. And then at the fifth zip line, I'm like, oh, you get me out of here. Yeah, like, right? This is so boring. <laughs> I should have done the one where you go like far across an ocean or something. Right. Well. Yeah. They have one downtown Vegas. I've never been to it, though. Oh, that's right. I've heard of it. Yeah. But they say it's pretty cool, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't go to Vegas much anymore. I used to live there. I don't like it anymore. Mm. It used to be fun, but not anymore. I think it's too crowded. And it's funny because everybody says, oh, a day or two is, you know, is max of what I can spend in Vegas, you know, because... It's uh, I don't know why I don't I'm a know four, I'm a 24 48 hour type of Vegas person right oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah one buffet lose 500 I'm out yeah <laughs> I'm good they used to have like back in the 70s they would have a Las Vegas turnaround like 24 48 hours they take people from LA in buses oh smart bring them there they gamble they go back yeah you want to know what yeah. they do now what? it's called the Tesla ride or whatever and it's 85 bucks and you get a person who picks you up in a Tesla and drives you to Vegas and drives back oh wow how much does bad. it cost 85 bucks that's all yeah they not bad oh, at all oh there's no gas because it's an electric car they fly you there yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wow. They zip line you there. Yeah. I know. I, I would love a Tesla, though. I mean, they're, they're really hot cars. looking. They're so right? cute. There's so many in L.A. You wouldn't even believe it. I know. You know. And that's the thing. I think 
Tesla figured it out because they made a sexy car mm-hmm. and that's when people are starting to notice mm-hmm. electric cars you know Prius is like a little bit of your nerdy friend that you want to hang out and watch Netflix with yeah you know which I those, love all, the, all those small cars yeah. like the uh, what they call that little one the I smart forgot. car yeah the smart oh, yeah. car so stupid how can people looking. drive that <laughs> I thing, don't know you, know you look ridiculous <laughs> you really do but it's know? funny because someone on my street has one that says smart and then the license plate says very oh. and I'm like oh a little cheeky yeah right but still you look dumb <laughs> I think you look kind of silly. <laughs> there you go. If you have to put on a license plate to justify that, <laughs> that's right. You're in deep, tr- deep trouble. You hear about this deaf motorist? No. This is crazy, guys. So this deaf motorist was chased by the police, um, but he couldn't hear, so he kept going. And finally, he saw the lights. He stopped. He got out to explain that he was deaf, and they shot and killed him. Wow. Oh, I heard yes. someone, but I didn't know the details. Yes. Isn't that wow. insane? Why did they shoot him? Because he was gesturing. Oh. And this is sign language, so they're yeah. now investigating the officer and what happened. But it's such an oh my very god, quick with the so guns, quick. Right? Yeah, I mean, and I understand your lives are in danger. I do, but that's I mean, this is absurd. Yeah. But if I were deaf, I would put something on my car that's like right. I can't hear. Are they even supposed to drive? I, that's what I was wondering. Right? You can't have headphones. Usually, you're not yeah, exactly. Headphones. I mean, if you can't hear a fire truck coming right, right. or something, it could right. be dangerous. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, I mean, the thing is, is that. Uh, so if they if the they violence. can manage, then they deserve to be able to drive. But God. yeah, you see, that's the thing, though, is that you get into situations where people don't understand. It's just such quick to violence. Like, how could he think it? Oh, just yeah, I know. Frightens me. Know. And now in Texas, yeah. University of Texas, they allow they're allowing um, concealed weapons, and the students protested by matching it with dildos. Well, dildos. Yeah. I saw that. What the hell is that about? So it's, they're getting a lot of press for it. So, yeah. it's, so it's just, they, they said match absurdity with absurdity. Yeah. So I think that's a smart move. <laughs> that's ridiculous. In college? Yeah. Concealed weapons? Yeah. What? Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Right. We're not going to We're not talking things. politics. I'm yeah, sorry. no Second Amendment today, <laughs> sorry, folks. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um... You know, I was thinking about, you know, politics and stuff. What happens in families where they don't agree? You right, know, I mean, right. do they get divorced and stuff? Because some people take politics really seriously. James Carville is famously married to Mary... Yeah. Madeline? What's her last Ma- name? Yeah, Madeline. Yeah, the Republican. They get it on. I think it turns them on. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. They kind of like it, I think. <laughs> and, like, there is a little, like, uh, an, a rumor that Joe and Mika from Morning Joe, he's a very strong Republican and she's a strong Democrat, that they're, like, have a little thing going. Really? Yeah. I think oh, it's kind of sexy. I guess it is. Yeah. Be different. You yeah. Know? Think different. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And one more thing I wanted to bring up. I guess there's a lot of overdoses in West Virginia. Yeah. And people are taking heroin laced with uh, elephant painkiller, oh elephant tranquilizer. The same two milligrams of this can knock out a 2,000-pound African elephant. What is appealing about that? Well, that's the thing. I don't think people know they're I getting see, it. I see, I see. Yeah, they're, they're mixing it. The dealers are uh, mixing it so they have more supply and uh, and things like that. But the, apparently there were like uh, like seven uh, overdoses or something. Oh, you know, in Skid Row, there were six. I'm sorry, 35. Wow. On Skid Row this past week, 16 people passed out. And five ambulances were called because of one drug was laced with something mm. and it went down the line. And yeah. people just passed out. Like 16 of them had to be taken wow. to the hospital. Yeah. Maybe it was the elephant drug. God, I, yeah, I don't know. But uh, God, heroin is no good by itself. I mean, you don't want to... Uh, mix it up with anything else I but I just feel bad for people that are hooked on heroin it's got to be so hard to oh get off God. it addiction you know? addiction d- the disease of addiction is I, it's probably one of the hardest things to fight yeah oh my word that's true and uh, so this drug is called car- carfentani no Carfentanil or something. They I should know. just call it like, whoa, Exactly. Dude. <laughs> like, what the hell? It sounds like coffee and, and something. God. I don't know. Uh, There's a, a new injection, not new, but people are now realizing it called Narcane, where you can take, if you're overdosed, you give them a n- nostril full uh-huh. and they can come around. It's saving people's lives. And now they're trying to introduce it in um, pharmacies and you can buy it over the counter. Um, yeah. And people, um, but shelters don't know about it. It's in the newspaper today. It's, a, it's like, it can change you from a full overdose to breathing in like 30 seconds. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Narcan. Hmm. I saw it on uh, someone. It's fin- It's phenomenal, but it needs to be more spread out and people know about it. Right. Yeah. More available. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what can he do, you know? Don't anyway. do heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do heroin. 
We're going to bring in our guest right now, uh, Elizabeth Dale. Welcome to the show, Woo-hoo! Elizabeth. Thank you. Thanks for having me today. Of course. Well, if you're going to come in and talk about breasts, we'll have you in any day. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves boobs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, so Elizabeth wrote the book, uh, the, the Breast Life Guide to the Bra Zone. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. How to find your ideal size, style, and support. So we're going to talk about bras today. And if you're a woman, you probably uh, deal with this stuff. And maybe if you have men boobs too, right? Yeah. And there Do are men a lot, wear bo- bras? Uh, yeah. There's a lot of men now wearing bras for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, gynecomastia, which is male breast growth. A lot of modern day medicines have that as a side effect. Uh, wow. Antidepressants, wow. Uh, heart medication. So a lot of men, and these are not small boobs they're growing. We're talking wow. G cups. Wow. Are you serious? I'm serious. Wow. I'm serious. So many men have turned to bras for support because, again, back aches, uh, headaches, all sorts of issues. I mean, you can't really walk around with something, you know, that much flesh on your chest mm-hmm. and go, you know, like run to the street to get the bus. Right. A, it's a difficulty. So there's that. And of course, there's, you know, a men who, who like to wear bras just like to wear them yeah. because they're pretty and they're feminine. And wow. so there's Hallelujah. that population. So the book yeah. is about helping both men and women uh-huh. um, find the right bra for their body type and t- try to understand the bra industry. Because I think a lot of us are really confused. I mean, the bra zone becomes like the twilight zone, right? Mm. For a lot of people. Yeah. Now tell us why that is. Why? Why? Is so you're saying it's like a whole thing when people have to choose a bra? Oh my god, it's so they, it's oh, so really? saturated. I'm so injured because it's saturated. There's so many, right? And I don't know. I so don't you know. You need to know what to look for, right? Well, and we're also also confused about sizing. I mean, I, I'll let you in on a big secret. You've heard that you know, 85 percent of women are in the wrong size bra. It's really a hundred percent. Wow. The reason why it's a hundred percent is because all bras are manufactured and sized differently. Brands have different sizing standards. Mm. So you can't fit in. You're going to fit into a different size depending on the style of the bra. It's not like there's one bra out there. There are like full cut bras and demi Demi bras and plunge bras and strapless bras. And it goes on and on and on. All of them are designed differently. All of them are made with different materials. All of them are, they can be like 10 components or 300 components. Wow. So, and then also women are very confused because for women, it's like there's only two sizes of bras, right? Either two big or too, too small. small. But, you know, we and we call ourselves these cups, like you were mentioning earlier about, you know, double G cups or whatever. Yeah. But women call themselves a couple, call ourselves a B or a C cup. Mm-hmm. But cup size is meaningless unless you also match it to a band size. So a 28 uh, G cup bra is equivalent in cup size to a 38 B wow. cup bra because it's cross volume. So you can't really call Ooh. yourself a B or a C or a D unless you mm. take into account the band size. Right. So it's not just a cup that's important here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the band. And all again, mm. again, bras, you know, bra brands will add like four inches to, you know, your underside or your band uh, or they'll add no inches. So it's very confusing it's for fair. women. Yeah. And it's, you know what it is also? It's confusing and expensive. Mm. So those yes. two things are so unattractive to me. Yeah, I right? mean, I like, it, I like expensive things, but <laughs> I, I'm confused. So now I'm intimidated and it's so expensive. I mean, in a Nordstrom track, it's like 25 uh, for a good bra. Really? Yeah, man. And I need like nine of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. And also, but we also don't want to spend the same amount of money on bras as we do say on shoes. A hundred percent. Like I want to spend the least amount of possible, which is always a (laughs) shitty bra. Yes. But think about it. Everybody sees your bra, even if you don't think they see it because it's what's underneath your clothes. So you go out and you spend $150 on a beautiful dress and then you wear an old ratty bra underneath Mm. it. You're not getting your money's worth. Yeah. What I do. And would you do that with your, you know, really, would you wear flip flops with an evening gown or, you know, would you wear high heels? running I mean we yeah. do these ridiculous things we don't think of it as matching our outfit and actually kind of being the basis for our entire day mm-hmm. feeling right. great about our bodies I think you know women for instance a lot of them don't wear matching panties with their bras mm-hmm. I don't get that really I don't get that because you're standing in front of the mirror you're putting on your makeup you're blow drying your hair you I mean would you really wear a different top and shoes that didn't match yeah. but those are on the outside you know who cares what's going on underneath Hello. It's the basis for everything you do the rest of the day. I mean, if you're wearing a rocking 
you know, matching set. It's the same way like wearing a pair of beautiful shoes and I a matching outfit. Wow. Yeah. No, and it and think about it. You know, it's the first thing you put on in the morning, the last thing you take off at night. So even if you're wearing, you know, a ratty old sweatsuit, if you're wearing a gorgeous, beautiful lingerie set underneath, right. I mean, you are a rock star all day long. Yeah. I will say when I'm wearing, I um, used to like help brides get um, pick, say yes to the dress basically. Yes. And the amount of people, I'm like, take your bra off. And I would come in and help them dress into the gown. And the amount of times they talked about their boobs in a disparaging way, every, 95% wow. of them. Really? Oh, my boobs are this, my boobs are that. And I was yeah. like, your boobs are boobs. Yeah. They're fantastic. Let's just get to work. Right. But yeah. it's interesting that um, it's already like an uncomfortable thing for women the just the start of the like your shoes everyone likes their feet and they get pedicures but like boobs are like very sensitive to people mm. yes yeah, so but we also you know we see them everywhere but right. we don't really talk about right. them and we compare ourselves to other people one of my favorite stories are two women um you know that started a lingerie store together and they were really good friends but they'd never really seen each other's boobs and they went trying on bras and um the one said to me she goes yeah i saw my friend naked and i thought oh my god you know, she just has normal looking boobs. <laughs> and I thought this whole time that she was somehow spectacular and different than me. Wow. And we just don't see breasts every day. It's like, you know, we, we don't even at the gym, people kind of like hide mm-hmm. around and, mm-hmm. and our bras are always like containing us in the same way. Like, you know, like you see those, what are those bras there? Um, you know, ones that look like they have the boobs already in them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the contour <laughs> yeah, yeah. t-shirt bras. It's like, we all have these round circles on our chest. So you don't really see the definition of the breast. Mm-hmm. You don't see that it's a teardrop. You don't see that they're all different, that some of them are wider or closer Mm -hmm. together or higher up. Plus, basically, they're moving targets on our chest. Mm -hmm. They're changing all the time from the time they come in till, you know, past menopause. I mean, 20% of all women who go through menopause end up with bigger boobs without gaining any weight. So your boobs are changing your entire life. Nobody's even sure when you get your full boob growth. I mean, a lot of girls go off to college and they come back home and people say, oh, would you have a boob job? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because they they were late bloomers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, some people say that really you don't get your full boob growth until you have your first child. But then again, that changes too with each kid. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've had three and believe me, like they say that women wear seven different bra sizes in their lifetime. Wow pretty sure i wore that many sizes in one pregnancy okay yeah that's speaking of money (laughs) yeah yeah so when you have to buy so money so what do you what do you advise do you advise getting expensive do you advise bargain shopping for bras i think you can do a little bit of both first of all it's like shoes like sometimes i go to you know the shoe rack to buy cheap shoes or i shouldn't say cheap but less expensive shoes Mm -hmm. and then i like to get splurge on some yeah, Manolo Blahniks. Hello. Yeah. Jimmy Choo who? Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I, I, you know, and nobody tells you when you try on a pair of shoes, oh, uh, those fit you perfectly. You know. Yeah. So you have to kind of like figure out your own thing. Yes, a bra fitter is great, but there's definitely ways to buy online. There's, you know, hey, nobody even listens to, like, understands that now with the internet, you have all these lingerie bloggers. So you can read their blogs and see what they advise and find somebody that has your similar body mm-hmm, type and, that's a good and idea. bra size. Um, you yeah. mentioned Third Love, which is really interesting, Sam. My best friend or good friend growing up started Third Love. With oh, his wife, really? David wow. Spector. Yeah. And um, I was one of the first beta testers, and it's an app. Right. And you take a picture of your boob. Uh-huh. You're wearing a like a little a, a bra, bra, a bra yeah. and yeah. inside, and then it tells you scientifically and algorithmically what your bra size is. And then you can hit shop, and it goes straight to which bras you want wow. with that size. Yeah. It didn't. It was a little tricky with me too. You said you had a little trouble with oh, it. Oh yeah, I gave up on it. Yeah. But they have a survey also on the site, so you don't have to. You know, if you can't deal with that app, if you're a little older. <laughs> And it's not really a thing. Um, you, there's still ways to figure yeah. out their their bras. So they they have a really great website. It is, and he's um, their customer service is great. So I used to play video games with him and make forts growing up. So now he's making a fortune. Yeah, <laughs> so shout out to David Spector. Yeah. But it's the same. It's like you know forts and bridges. It's all very important bra. It's totally like, yeah. building. Yeah, totally. building. Yeah. Right. yeah, construction. Totally. You got to hold them up. Totally. He was a good fort builder, too. Yeah. <laughs> he really was. I bet he knows his boobs. He does. Very smart. We're talking yeah. to Elizabeth Dale. She wrote the book, The Bra Zone. And you guys can uh, follow us on her website, which is called thebreastlife.com. And there's a lot of information on here. I mean, you took your time to really, uh, 
you know, put a lot of things here. There's also memoirs. Yes. And the, I, I saw that's the name of your company, too? Yes. On the bottom? Memoirs. Memoirs. Yeah. Memoirs. yeah. <laughs> So like fun. memories. So exactly. Wow. I love a good pun. Man. Yeah, there you go. Memoirs like memoir. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. There you go. So, uh, okay, so going back to this now, I wanted to ask you, uh, when was the bra invented? Do you know? Oh, well, that's interesting because everybody thinks it's sort of like, you know, uh, you know, the late 1800s, early right, 1900s, like recent, right? Kinda. But, you know, they recently found a 650-year-old bra no being covered in Europe. And it looks just like a Victoria's Secret Shut bra up. with a few Whoa. more holes in it, obviously, since, but, you know, it was sort of made out of linen, but it looks exactly like that. So yeah. really nobody knows. And, and back, you know, really, you know, we talk about the Olympics. Well, in the ancient Greek games, women uh, athletes used to wear these you know they used to bind their breasts Mm -hmm. which makes total sense Mm -hmm. right because they I mean it shows you know studies show that when women wear a sports bra for instance they run faster uh, they breathe better they actually are better athletes when they have everything tied down Mm -hmm. so I think bras have been around a lot longer than we think they have right and what's interesting is over half of all the bra patents are actually registered to women oh Women have been trying to improve on this for, you know, literally 100 years. Literally, I don't want to buy yeah. a bra. I found out Victoria's Secret is that he's a man. But <laughs> I don't want to buy a bra if it's not. I think I, I want a woman making it, thinking about it, creating it, designing it. You have no idea what you're doing <laughs> yeah, as a man. Yeah. Literally, exactly. what do you know? Yeah, what do you know about boobs? You it's just like know a man, how to hold yeah. them. And, it's like when a man designs yeah. a ladies' room and there's one stall. And I'm like, God dang. Yeah. Ugh. But, uh, yeah. You know, it's so interesting what you say about that because... Um, for a lot of women, you know, they're always worried about, you know, their, their, their breasts are either too big or too small, but men don't care. No, they do not. They don't care. They're happy with any boobs. Yeah, you give me a boob, I'll be happy. That's yeah. the thing, you know, and, and that's the thing about men. So you say we don't talk a lot about it, but men talk about the breasts all the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you guys talk about it more like scientifically right. about bras and sizes and all things like yeah, that. Yeah, and I don't so. really understand why we even pay attention to whether, you know, men in like a heterosexual relationship care about our lingerie because right. I mean have you ever given a man a beautifully wrapped gift and he looked at it and went oh wait honey oh don't take off the wrapping I want to just enjoy looking yeah. at it I know no. that has never happened that's in why the history I can't spend 150 bucks on like there's my other thing I am a very well breasted woman I have great genes we have great boobs in the family someone made a cleavage site about me it's lovely but I can't get support or feel comfortable in a t-shirt or something in a, in a sexy bra with any kind of lace or any kind like I tend to wear very like t-shirt bras which are very sort of boring yeah well listen I I don't think you've really explored the wide wide world of lingerie which is basically international now you can buy and so depending on your style and that's what the whole book is about like some women like really vintage style Mm -hmm. some women like really frilly some women like you know no lace at all classic and there are brands out there that are targeting you there are brands that only target double D and above there are retailers that only target double D and above so you can find some gorgeous gorgeous bras personally I'm a little fuller busted and I love wearing all of the French brands really because they, they know, know what they're, what they're, they're doing, doing. <laughs> they've been making their bras for a hundred years it. oh yeah they I mean and and the lace uh, it's impeccable and you buy a bra like that you take really good care yeah. of it it's like buying a beautiful pair of shoes sure. you wow. go in and get them resold they last for a long longer time yeah. you but you know no women like to say oh like I just can't wait to rip off my bra well if you rip off your bra and then throw it in the dryer you've got a dead bra mm. yeah. it's not going to make you look good mm. so wow I'm yeah. doing it all wrong, man. No, yeah. you know what? I'm doing <laughs> it all wrong. You need to read that book. I know. It's I'm a like, good thing I brought you a I copy. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. But you know, like some sometimes you just realize they don't know how to wear a bra, you know? Yeah. Because like, for example, there's like bumps and all kinds of stuff like that. It's like the boobs should be like smooth and stuff, you know, like under the shirt and all that. And they have... Well, no, I mean, it's just like, I don't like just bumps and stuff. I don't mean the nipple. I just mean like the, the, the bra is not smooth. So it doesn't, it doesn't flatter. Like if you see lace and stuff, it goes. Not even, no, no, not that. But just like, I don't know how to describe it. Like the front of, of the breast. Uh, Are you talking like the quad just, boob look? Like yeah. it, it's hanging it over off. the top, it cuts off. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, about? I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about bras that are not 
It's not like smooth. I don't know. There's bumps. I'll I'll show you if somebody comes here during the show. <laughs> I'll show you what I'm but talking about. But usually that is with but like some... cool sequins or lace or decorative. You can see it through the shirt. Mm. So it looks kind of bumpy to mm. you. Okay. And I'm always like, how do people wear that? Because I yeah. agree. I agree. I don't think it's as flattering. No, it's not at all. But you it's, know, it's but, like you don't even get the shape of the boob or anything. You know, but so. what? Well, yeah, but the shape of the boob is actually teardrop shape. And most of those smooth bras make oh, you look very wow. round and circular. Wow. I mean, we are all walking around looking like we had boob jobs, really. Right. You know, it's yeah. weird. It's very true. But in Europe, it's a whole different aesthetic. And they actually, 80% of all of those smooth bras are sold in the United States, whereas Whoa. it's the exact opposite percentage in Europe where the women don't care if the lace shows through. In fact, right. it's sexy they so. think it's sexy. Which it is, to be super honest. Yeah. I'm just clumsy. So when I wear one and I'm like, oops, I'm like, mine is like showing wrong. I'm never like French about it. Yeah. I want to be more French about it. <laughs> you, need to, you need to enjoy spending more on your bra. Yeah, I do. I really do. Because it's, it's like a drain. I'm like, ugh, I have to go bra shopping. Yeah, but do you realize, I mean, with bras, they're like, it's, it's, it's a very precise sort of industry where you have to have a lot of knowledge to put a bra together. True. Think They're all handmade. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if the cups are machine made and molded, everything else is handmade on it. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, they're made in different countries by people who've been doing it for, you know, you know, it's, it's been in their industry that they've been going from family to family to family. And we don't really think about mm-hmm. bras that that's the way they are. They're really intricate pieces of clothing. Mm-hmm. And for what they do, they should be. Yeah, exactly. Think about it. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, that's They have a lot true. of work to do on different sizes, different body types. Again, going back to your boobs could be wider. You know, they could be up higher. They're changing all the time. I think women should have two different sizes of bras in their wardrobe every month because mm. your boobs change every they sure month. Do people? Whoa. Yeah, very so, interesting. Yeah, yeah, you see, there you go. Now, I wanted to ask you, um, as far as uh, you know, wearing the thing is, is that what does a bra do? I mean, we know it contains it. You know, it doesn't just uh, juggle and stuff all over the place. It's called support. 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 So, and yeah, and, and plus, I mean, yeah, when you go to a business meeting, you don't want your boobs just hanging through the shirt and stuff like that because God knows men are going to be totally distracted, you know? So, uh, so it, it has like multiple, multiple purposes. Exactly. It can be for just, you know, it can be for sports. It can be to exercise. It can be to seduce a lover. Mm-hmm, it can girl. be to just be feeling comfortable with yourself during the day. I mean, Breasts are our secondary, you know, sexual characteristic. So, of course, we're going to want to present them to the world in yeah. the same way that we present ourselves. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even matter what size you are. I mean, even if you're small or big, you like to wear it as a foundation piece, as something closer to your skin. Just like you know, men like to wear underwear. Mm-hmm. Hello, right. you've yeah. got your bits and pieces you want to contain. Yeah, those no, things absolutely. are all hanging around. Yeah, exactly. Bumpy and flopping around, not, and they're yeah. not nearly as pretty. Let's they're see. ugly. Yeah. It's sin. Oh. Okay. Well, ah, I, know I we love, were talking about I love that penis, yesterday. but they're not like aesthetically pleasing to the eye. I love penis, yeah. but boobs are just darling. I know, gorgeous. Yeah. I know they're beautiful because they're gorgeous. circular, which really appeals to us on all you know the reptilian brain, mm-hmm. all of these circular things. The face is round, boobs are round. It's like everybody loves boobs, regardless right. of your sexual orientation, Absolutely. your age. Yeah. Everybody loves them. Maybe it's because that's the first thing we see when we mm-hmm. come out, no? I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, it's our source of nutrition and everything. There's a know? maternal ge- genetic aspect. Men like right. women with bigger boobs, maybe because they can feed their babies Actually, longer. Actually, they don't. Interesting. Wrong. Interesting. Tell Wrong. me. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody thinks it's about size being bigger, but it's really about um, bust to waist to hip ratio. Oh. That's yeah. what it is. That's what it, the, the, the aesthetically pleasing thing is. The proportion. Right. Yeah, the proportion. And that's what's important, and that's why you see that in a younger woman and her body you know you have that bust to waist ratio and as you get older you sort of lose that and and after you go through menopause and you're no longer fertile you don't have that same kind of body shape right Right. and your boobs aren't the same either because they change as well so um it's yeah it's very interesting it's not the size it's the proportion it's a proportion right and visually yes you know breasts are there um but nobody really knows why women have breasts we are the only mammals to get them long before they're needed 
needed for nursing. Oh, interesting. So it's always been this confusion between anthropologists and scientists, like why do human females have boobs? Mm-hmm. Right. And nobody understands why we get them as early as we do because they're not necessary. What about yeah. nipples on men? I don't get that either. Oh, it's the same thing as you know anything else. I mean, you have each sex has one, and actually, if men had the right hormones, they could actually breastfeed as well if they yeah. had the surge of hormones in puberty. That, that should happen. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like no, that. because I mean, we have equivalents in everything in the body. True. You know, right, I mean, true. we're human still, you mm-hmm. know, so yeah. that's the thing. So now, so you say when someone goes to buy a bra, don't go based on the sizes. You got to try it on. Yeah, you got to try it on. And you also have to be open to different sizes and different styles. And that's why the book is called The Bra Zone, because you have a zone of sizes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I say that, you know, the cup is has to be, you have to take into account the band size, that means that you can go up and down a band and then change cup sizes. So you might wear more than one cup slash band size in a different brand, in a different style. And just be open to that. And put on something and please put your clothes on over that bra after you try it on. Because mm-hmm. most of us will buy a bra and we'll come home and we'll go, oops, this doesn't work with anything I own. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's, so it's very, very important that you, know, you do that. Take into account like it's part of your entire outfit. It has to work with the rest of your outfit. And there are different times in your life where you're going to have special fit situations and your boobs are going to change again. And it's like anything else, you know, you just have to adapt and learn and change like everything in life. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, and I don't know where this started with where men prefer bigger boobs. I don't think that's the case. That's one thing. Another thing is uh, I hate boob jobs, you know, because they never look real. I mean, it looks like basketballs or something. It doesn't attract me at all. You know, I need that pear shaped uh uh, well, the interesting thing not per is shape. That you said per tear shape, tear shape, teardrop shape. But there are actually implants that are teardrop shape, and you can get that look. And most really, you know, I think really well done plastic you would surgery, never know. you would never know. That's really, and the interesting thing is, is that people don't realize this, but um, the average age of a woman getting a boob job, she's in her, um, you know, mid thirties. She's college educated. She's had two kids. She doesn't really want anyone to know she got a boob job. She's just trying to get back the volume in her breasts that she lost with um, pregnancy and breastfeeding. Right. And there's no way to get that back. I mean, there's no muscles in your Mm -hmm. breasts, so you can't, like, put little, you know, know, tiny weights and lift them up and down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to happen. So the the only way to get back that volume is to have implants. So if you go and look on a plastic surgery site and you look at before and after pictures, what you're looking at are are women who are in really good shape, Mm -hmm. who have been working out and they just want to get their bodies back. I think what you don't like are shitty boob jobs. Yeah. You don't yeah. like the ones that are just like big old balls. Yeah, there. and yeah. I don't either. But I and think a, a good, a good. I don't, I don't like bad comb overs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't exactly. Yeah. So a good boob job is fantastic because no right. one knows, but they look and feel much more confident. Yeah, and also they. But they're really, it's the woman doing it for herself. herself I absolutely. mean, plastic right. surgeons won't do that surgery on women who like have a boyfriend dragging them into the office saying she has to have these. I mean, they say the best candidates for um, boob jobs are women. who who are doing it for themselves and have realistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things that there's a lot more plastic surgery going on is, is breast reductions mm-hmm. are big as I've well. I've had in my family breast reductions. Yeah. Yep. And, what, and that's tied into really bra sizing because the biggest difference now in bra sizes over the last 10 or 15 years is they're finding that younger women have what's called a deeper cup than they have mm-hmm. before. So for instance, they have a 26 or 28 band and they have an F, G, H, all the way up to J, K cups. Damn. And so a lot of these young girls, well, what's happened is, you know, the bra industry is changing and they're they're providing more bras in those sizes and those deeper cup sizes, but more and more young women are undergoing um, breast reduction. Yeah, so. it's very painful if you have. I have people in the family with the bra straps are digging in and it's hurting your back and your posture, mm-hmm. and it's getting in the way of daily life and your confidence. Right, but now these you know brands and there's like uh, three Polish brands that make bras up to a J cup. They're gorgeous, wow. and so that's helping out those women who can't afford mm-hmm. or can't have those breast reductions. Mm-hmm. Right. For those of you just joining us, we're talking to Elizabeth Dale. The website is thebreastlife.com. The book is The Bra Zone, How to Find Your Ideal Size, Style, and Support. 
And uh, so we'll continue talking about bras and boobs and everything. Changing the world one boob at a time. <laughs> That's a tagline here. I like that. I like that. One boob at a time. I mean, she takes care of each boob. That's true. They're not pair. the same size. They're not. No. Right. Most of us have a bigger lefty than a righty. Mm. Is that because the heart is on that side? Oh, What's going it's on? Very romantic. Uh, no one yeah. knows. No one's really <laughs> studying boobs. People like to look at them. They don't want to study. They don't them. want to think about them. <laughs> yeah, really? it's just so depressing, actually, because you know here they are out there, and there's they're there's such a powerful presence in society. I mean, really, they're the only thing that can attract and distract at the very same time, mm-hmm. right? That's true. Very yeah, good point. people it, sell it is stuff. Distracting. With them. I don't understand a woman that wears cleavage and then she. She's pissed because you're looking at her breasts. You know, yeah. I mean, it's like it's hard to not look. I mean, it takes special uh, concentration, discipline, yeah, yeah, to look in her eyes. You know, because yeah. I mean, it's it's just like but I sometimes you know, want to wear cleave for myself. Yeah, no, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. Just don't complain that people look at it. You know. <laughs> yeah, I guess it also depends on who's looking, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I always try really hard not to look. Good you know? for you. Yeah. yeah. What a guy. But yeah. then you got to take a glimpse when they're not looking, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to do it discreetly. discreetly. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, guys are crazy, you know? They, like, you give a guy, like, a down blouse picture, they're, like, good. They're happy, you know? They're very visual and, and very simple. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it, it, it's, it's, like, so primal, you know? It, mm-hmm. It's that, you know, don't even think about it, you know? Yeah. But um, so now, so what you're saying really is, uh, for what I'm taking from this is don't buy bras online, right? I mean, you oh, want to try can, them on. You want to try them on, but you can also find the sizes and styles you like. And nowadays, there are so many online shops and you can buy, again, internationally. So you right. can buy from all over the world and get what you need. But, you know, you can find the brands. I when I go out and buy shoes, there are brands out there. I love the brand, but the shoe looks just basically crappy on my foot. Uh, so I don't wear that brand. Right. So I know the brands and the styles that work for me, and so I can go online and buy those brands and styles. Doesn't always work, but nowadays with all of these online stores, right. you know, like her. But the size, you just said that the sizes are different and everything. So from one brand to another, so. It, how can you search by size online? You know? Well, you can because each what's great about some of these larger websites that uh, sell online, and I'm talking about Her Room and Bare Necessities, is that you can click on the brand and see their exact sizing standards. Mm. So you can compare them. Oh, okay. And Her Room, for instance, has a um, sort of an international size that they show you all the different sizes that compare to each other. Mm. So okay. people are using these algorithms. Mm-hmm. They're doing it with their love. They're doing it with other brands as well that they're comparing brands to brands and I have that in the book as well where I have international sizing telling you oh you know uh, a European D is equal to a different size in the UK and a different size in the US and that way you can find the ones you know how they're going to fit so I know like when I'm ordering a UK size that I have to get a different size than I would for a US brand right right yeah yeah you see I don't know I I don't have luck with clothes online you know because many of them like the cool clothes I don't know why it is but at least for men i noticed the cool clothes are made in asia you know and they're all smaller sizes Mm -hmm. because it's they have smaller bodies so then they come here and you have to i would have to order like a a triple xl or something you know Mm -hmm. and so you never know really and it comes in the mail and then it's too tight or too big and stuff like that but uh but i do say that for example if you go and you try it Try it on in the store and then go and buy it online. Yeah, exactly. you know? Yes, exactly. Or the future ones yeah. go and buy Because you know what well, brand fits. And exactly. it also, but it also depends on where you live. I mean, if you live in the middle of nowhere, you're going to have no choice but to That's buy true, online yeah. and then return. Right. So, if, you know, ideally in the ideal world, I mean, even in Los Angeles, for instance, it's so spread out, there aren't that many lingerie stores. There are not. I work bridal really? and they would say, where do I get my undergarment for the bride? And I yeah. say... I don't know. I mean, there's so and many that's some, one of them. Nothing. That is one of the hardest fit situations in the world is a bridal gown. Like totally, because you, oh, you, th- you know, have an idea. Oh, I want this backless, strapless thing, and you're like, you know, an H. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, how are you gonna hold them up? These yeah. really big yeah. breasted that's women will look. come in and say, "I want a backless boho look," and I'm yeah. like, "You're gonna look ridiculous." Right. You need support and you know structure. They need to accept yeah. their bodies too, right? I mean, I think many women have problem with their bodies. They want to look. I don't know. They, you know. 
I think that we all are sort of in this weird, wacky world. We think that, like, you know, the C cup is the magical. Uh, everybody yeah. wants to be a C cup. But the reality is that broth bitters will tell you that E is the new C. Whoa. That women's breasts are bigger, not from uh, obesity, not from implants. But, you know, basically women's breasts have gotten bigger over the last 15, 20 Whoa, years. Really? And it's younger girls. And you see them, they're naturally larger breasted. So now think of that and think of all the stereotypes associated with large breasts. Uh-huh. And if you have natural large breasts, how that makes these young girls feel as they're coming into puberty. Right. So right. that's why it's really important to teach women and girls from a very young age about the whole crazy, wacky world of you know the bra industry mm-hmm. so that they don't feel bad about their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very hard. I remember I was one of the first to hit puberty. Not the first, but one of the first. It's very, very awkward. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. you can do. You're you're playing lacrosse and all of a sudden they're all looking at you different. Or you're yeah. playing capture the flag with your buddies, your neighbors, and now they won't play with you as hard. You know, it's right. weird. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember a story of one woman told me she said that she would play capture the flag or they play those skins mm-hmm. game. And all of a sudden her dad said, you can't be yeah. a skin anymore. Right. She's like, what? It just changes you instantly. Yeah. 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 And every my friends, like even like the guy I was telling you who started their love, like I remember just being like the same. And then as soon as I peaked, it was like all those guys saw me very differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw myself differently, to be honest. I yeah. Felt, yeah. But right. it's interesting how quickly it can go. Yeah. And you have to adjust mentally to all that. Totally. So think about girls who are younger and younger. Think about girls who are seven years old and who are developing. Mm. Right. That's ostracizing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you think that has to do with the stuff that we eat? Because they say it probably does, right? I, but like, see, again, no one's studying it. You know, right. I'm I'm really concerned with sort of these, you know, estrogen mimicking plastics that, you know, we drive in our cars, that, you know, with our phones, all of that stuff, that that is a concern of mine. But nobody has really studied it enough to know if it makes a difference. Um, people talk, there was a, a really interesting documentary out of um, the UK and Australia. They talked about um, scents having these estrogen, so people who were work with perfumes mm. and with lotions and anything that has that added to it um, that you know men who were selling it were like growing breasts Whoa. so that's it's you unknown know, really yeah it's really unknown because people aren't studying it so you know you can say all you want about food and chemicals but without you know a thorough research yeah. and evidence yeah. it's like I'm yeah. just you know talking out of my yeah that's true uh, Elizabeth's site is thebreastlife.com. You guys can find a wealth of information here. There's links to all your uh, social media. Uh, where are you most active in social media? And all of them, where do you find the time? Do you have people doing it for you? Or um, I do have some help with Instagram and finding me stuff on there. But I think my favorite site is Pinterest. Really? I just like making up those boards. Me too. <laughs> me I love too. the boards. I have secret boards that you can't, are private. Oh, yeah. the best. I know. <laughs> I, I love, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, my work really lends itself to visual, you know, photos. So I love all the really beautiful photos of the lingerie models and um, that you can find and of all sizes and all ages. I actually did a lingerie photo shoot Girl. last year. Yeah. Oh. Was, it, was it, were you uncomfortable or do you feel good? Did you have to get drunk? I might've had to get drunk. Uh, it was too early in the morning. <laughs> got it, got it was it. way too early <laughs> in Wouldn't the morning. Wouldn't have stopped me. Got it. But um, there are a lot of wonderful lingerie bloggers out there and a couple of them, um, Sweet Nothings and The Lingerie Addict, um, they asked me to do this shoot. And so, because they wanted to show different ages and uh, body types, which I thought was really great. So I was really nervous, but I kind of felt like I had to do it yeah you like, yeah I had to totally just had to and uh you it know once yeah it was a must and mm-hmm. and even though I was uncomfortable at the time afterwards I was really glad I did it because the photos came out gorgeous Ugh, I love that yeah and a and, lot of brides are doing that boudoir shoot right before yeah. you feel really sexy in yourself and I think older women I mean like basically you know it's like uh, for older women it's like we've aged out of our bras like they don't really all the models are younger and they're all this push-up and and stuff that we can't Doesn't really no, yeah, 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 it doesn't yeah. speak to me. But on the other hand, you know, I have the money to spend on gorgeous mm-hmm. lingerie and I'm doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, older women should definitely go out and do a boudoir shoot, whether they have a lover or not. I love do that. It for yourself, baby. Sexy. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There I like those go. fishnet with the garters. I'm a fan. Oh, yeah. Because my legs look longer. 
<laughs> I well, look taller, to be honest. The garters are great because oh. they're like, you know, everything that's vintage and retro yeah. is back now. Oh, I know. But you can have it all. You can have it all. You can have that, you know, you know, really frilly feminine. You can have the vintage look. The space age sports bra. Yeah. yeah. You can have it all. Mm-hmm. Like there's all of these options and, and you're right. It can be overwhelming, which is why I wrote the book. Yes. Thank but God. it's great to have the options. And it's just a brand new bra world. Not like the one I, you know, when I was growing up where there was like one white, you know, ugly looking bra to wear and and here I was you know in high school when everybody was growing braless and I was like a D cup and I was like wah, I can't wah. Do, yeah. <laughs> and the boys are like wah wah yeah yeah my boobs used to arrive in the room before I did yeah there you go <laughs> I know that feeling yeah well I, I was totally uh, fascinated by boobs when I was in high school you know middle school high school uh, when the girls started developing and stuff right. you know it was yeah. like, and you were wah. the right height for that too yeah, right? that's right I guess yeah. I Elizabeth Elizabeth Dale, the website is The Best Life. You also do uh, presentations and speaking and stuff like that. Yes, I do. So people can book that on the website. Yeah, they can. I also do stand-up comedy. Yeah, I heard about this. Where can we we see you? Well, right now I'm not booked anytime. I've got to get back on the booker schedule. But I have been at the Comedy Store and um, different places and at West Hollywood mostly. So, yeah, I usually do it in L.A. There you go. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So you're a busy woman. I'm busy, but I really don't talk about boobs on my stand-up. No. Yeah. No. Are you no, blue or are you not blue? Thing. I'm very blue. Me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very whoa, blue. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Really bad. I can't be on uh, any sort of G-rated show. No, no. Sorry <laughs> to say. I love it. Yeah. My manager's like, we need to clean you up. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> well, you know, my age, I was like, I was running out of ways to publicly humiliate myself, so I had to start doing stand-up. <laughs> there you go. And on the website, you can also find a store with a lot of, a selection of great, great products and bras and everything else so uh swimwear clothing everything so uh, and a beautiful website too you did a great thank job you, thank on you it. very much yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like boobs right? yes. yeah, yeah there you go beautiful and nice to touch <laughs> elizabeth thank you so much for joining <laughs> us thank you very so much. we're not going to give out all the social media links you can just go to the website thebreastlife.com everything is there uh, uh, Elizabeth, you obviously are making a contribution to society. You're helping women wear the right sizes, the right shapes, the right everything. And I think that's important. Now, I, I did want to ask you one last question. If you don't wear the right bra, will that affect the shape of your boobs eventually? No, it no. won't. Yeah, boobs can't actually, they, they don't uh, prevent sagging. They don't cause it. They're right. just bake, you know, they just lift you up while you're yeah, wearing them. Yeah, they contain you. Yeah, yeah they contain yeah. you and make you look better in your clothes and make you feel better about yourself. Support. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think you look better without bras. You know, I know, of course you do. Yeah, but then again, I kind of had know, an idea that you might like How did you get? There you I go. don't know. There you go. Well, we have to end the show now so I can go and grab some tits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elizabeth, okay. thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. Of course, thank much you. success to you. Everybody go and get the Bra Zone. That's the book. And I'm sure it's available everywhere and on your website yes. as well. So and it's a fun book, so you guys should pick it up. It has beautiful pictures too. Lots of photos, really lots of good photos. to know because that helps so much for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You went all out, and that's great. Yeah, you did Thank a great you. job. Well, uh, much continued success to you. Thank you. And you can always come back and update us on information. Would love stuff. to. Yeah. If we find new things about boobs we haven't known yet. So much to yeah. know. <laughs> All right. Well, Tori, thank you so much. Thank you. Always riding along with me. Yes. And everybody, thank you for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. You're listening to Sam in the Morning. Only on LA Talk Radio.